Hello and welcome back <laughs> to another episode of the Screenland Podcast. And what we're hoping will be a good episode. I guess you <laughs> could say we're a glass onion half full kind of team over here. That's, a little, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, joining me, with, uh, as always. Cutting that in half, I've cried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Will and Jack are with me, as always, gentlemen. Things. I don't know, but 99, we're clearly funny out of the jokes. <laughs> we, we never had the jokes. No, yeah. they were always I a bit like of a stretch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. From yeah. about 30 to 90, I think we kind of had yeah. it, but uh, we're definitely gone now. But uh, we're talking about Glass Onion today, the new Knives Out film, um, which was recently released in cinemas for just <laughs> about, a week. I think it was two weeks. Was it two weeks? Nah, it was, a, it was a, a singular week. Oh, we made the most of it then. Really That's yeah. what I mean. The, we whenever we all saw it, it was like, Oh no, this is it. It was Tuesday to Tuesday or whatever yeah. it was. We're running out of time. But no, we all squeezed in because we are we're all pretty big fans of the original film, uh, which came out 2019 or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. I think it was October 2019. Yeah, yeah the, uh, yeah, the Ryan Johnson mm. sort of murder mystery in the old school sense, a real Agatha Christie, Hercule Poirot kind of business thing, uh, which the, I've, I've been talking about this film with a few, like, you know, I go to the movies and people say, what'd you do on the weekend? I said, I went to the movies. What'd you see? Yeah. The new Knives Out film, and they go, hmm, <laughs> like it, that. You really kind of snuck under the radar the OG yeah. Knives Out film, um, mm. which is a shame because it's great. If you haven't seen it, yes, correct. go and see it. Yeah, um, but this this new one's kind of interesting because it's the first one since Netflix snapped up the rights to this franchise, which was probably a surprise move to a lot of people because it did yeah. kind of sneak under the radar. Yeah. It wasn't a huge thing by any means, but mm. they still saw potential and snapped it up. Yeah. So, yeah, we're just going to... Well, it was such a niche movie, I feel, back in 2019. Like, yeah, and like I said, not a lot of people saw it. I feel uh, like it's almost become bigger in the intervening years. Well, it made it was a $40 million budget, made $300 million at the mm. box like office. That's what it did well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's, what's big in... And I think it had its longevity. So, if you look at the numbers for mm. it, it wasn't a... No one rushed out. I reckon I saw it the third week it was out. Yeah. Mm. I remember going to the cinemas for it because I think Eri told me... Oh, it's this a word-of-mouth really, kind of film. It mm. was a... No, 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 While it's out in cinemas, again, this is what they should have done. Go and see this. It's actually a good time. Mm. And it gave people, I think, an option compared to something else that was out at the time. I don't know what else. Like, oh, you don't want to go see the new block, big blockbuster smash movie? Mm. Go see this. Yeah. And yeah. that gives you another, like your parents, grandparents. It was grandparents. an original IP film, which is rare to sort of get. The, you know, it's still a throwback in terms of style, but yeah. it is a, it's its own thing. Correct. It's not based on anything. It's its own standalone thing, which I really appreciate, especially these days. Yeah. Um, and, and from that there, they, they started to say, oh, no, we're not going to do another one, etc." And then obviously people started talking mm. and people started going to Ryan Johnson, you should make more of these. It's very good. Mm. So at that point, Netflix paid $460 million to buy the rights to the next two films uh, that he was making. It's not as much as I thought. I mean, that's, that's two hundred million dollars each on top of a budget of forty. So it's a lot of money to have the rights. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but Netflix beat out Amazon. Uh, I think hey, well, it's not, quite a few. Uh, not sure if DC or no. one of one of the, whatever streaming services they had. They bought them out. Yeah, uh, or bought them out or outbidded them for this for this movie um, and this this series that people wanted to see more. We see three, four, five of these. Mm. Uh, to then find out Netflix has won came to the point where. We found out they were releasing it in only 700 theatres for one week only. Uh, about a month before it was actually going on to to Netflix. Netflix. So uh, from when you guys will listen to this, it actually is out officially on the 23rd of December. So Merry Christmas. I, I can see them using this as a Christmas. Hopefully people sign up to Netflix yep. to watch mm. this over the holiday season while you're at home uh, in, in the States. But So 700 theatres made $15 million World War, oh sorry, well, 15, 15. million, 15 yeah. million and 700 theatres. Uh, what they're now saying left a lot of money on the table and 
really, if it stayed out normally, probably would have made two hundred million, I mean, something like that, based on the math. I, yeah. I'm sorry, a normal theater release is anywhere between two thousand to four thousand theaters, depending on. Uh, right. How how big a movie is? So let's say a Black Panther's on four thousand theaters. Let's say it's at least in cinemas for about a month. Month, yeah, six six weeks sort of thing. So there's a element where they could have made the same amount of money as the first one. Uh, plus, then obviously having the rights on on Netflix. Now th- we can go a number of ways on this to have this discussion. Uh, but Connor, from from you at the start, is this the correct thing, or can we see why Netflix have done this? Yeah, I can sort of get it. And Netflix has been doing this more, right? I'm trying to think. What was the movie? They put one out in cinemas ahead uh, recently. Oh, yeah, um, The Grey Man. Uh, the Grey Man, that's yeah. right. They did that, and I don't know. I have no idea how no. well that performed. Well, I saw it at cinemas, so hopefully I helped Ryan Gosling's I'm, paycheck. I'm glad I didn't, I guess. It was fun. <laughs> anyway, um, I think it's a bold move. I think it's sort of Netflix trying to stake its claim that it's not just the streaming thing. It can be more. You know, It makes movies. Like This is stuff you want to pay and go and see on top of your existing subscription. So I can, It's a marketing tool. And I think it's also a way for them to recoup some of the money that they've spent on these films because they are spending a lot of money. They're paying a lot of big stars to be in these films, especially the Knives Out one. The um, the cast in these are pretty stacked. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it makes sense. I don't know if... I think they just need to pick potentially their targets a bit better, which there's not, nothing to say okay. against Knives Out. But if you look, like it's been The Grey Man and Knives Out, mm. neither of which are big. Greyman made four hundred and fifty thousand thousand. Yeah, so it didn't even crack a mil. Didn't even crack a million huh. dollars at the box office. Yeah, look, I at think a budget of two, so that budget is two hundred million. But again, you maybe can consider the uh, that's a knives out already. Yeah, knives out budget being like two fifty because you paid two hundred yeah. million dollars to have the rights to it. But yeah. yeah, I think if they're going to do it, they need to do it right and release it. Have a proper stint because yeah. you're just shooting yourself in the foot. You've given yourself a w- one weekend basically yeah. to see this, and that's when most people would go to the movies, right? Yeah. Not everyone's going yeah. on a Monday, Tuesday night. Yeah, that's you. That's where you're making your money, and you've kind of shot yourself in the foot by only giving it a little chance. And I can understand if it's something that, like, you know, it's one of those word of mouth things that really spreads, which the first Knives Out, like we said, was. was. And mm. this film is good, and I've been recommending it to people as well. But a week's just not a lot, probably not a long enough but time then for it to spread. Again, is that something to do with the intricate system of how Netflix views work? Because if too many people sit at cinemas, it won't get the views on Netflix. And probably. therefore the revenue and the, is, that is generated from the views outweighs the cinema. Like I, I think that the one thing to say is for it to be an Oscar, for a chance of winning an Oscar has to be played in LA and New York for a certain amount of theatres. Right. Anyway, there's, there's a certain number of theatres it has to play in at some point. So that's why Netflix is buying theatres in both of those cities anyway. That's what mm. I've heard over the last couple of years so they can release some of their films. Because th- this could have a couple of people, maybe Best Actor or Best, uh, you know, a very good screen, could win for a screenplay or at least mm. be nominated. So there's a reason why they'd chuck it out into cinemas anyway. It's, I reckon you're a little spot on to there, Jack, though. But what outweighs it is I'm not, I've never cancelled my Netflix subscription. I don't know how many more people buy a Netflix subscription and that are there to buy one to just watch this movie. I'd say very few people. And uh, this is the problem with this whole system is none of us ever see the numbers or they're never very transparent about what goes on. But they are when something does very, very well, well, Stranger Things or a Grey Man. You know, they well, said that they, was the, one of the best movies this year based on views on the platform. But, really? but mm. views... I guess that's not a surprise. Yeah, and the thing is it's the, one of the only things that's out. So you see these five stars, so you go, I'm going to watch this. And I think this will probably do very well. It's just you're like leaving... It, it's like shutting uh, all the bars at Adelaide Oval tomorrow. I don't know, but like you open for two hours and then you just shut. Like yeah. you, everyone wants to spend some money. Just let them spend some money now. 
if they stayed open for another three weeks, would it have really annoyed it? Or imagine if you just cut it on the, let's say, where are we now? Let's say the 14th or 15th of December and you said, but next week you can see this on Netflix. So all the talk, whereas like there's nearly a... T- thing, yeah. Right? Where it's like they have their proper theatre run and it's a month or not even a month sometimes yeah. and then it's on Disney+. Plus. Hmm. I think it just gives people the option. Yeah. And I think flexibility is a good thing to have, yeah. especially at the moment, you know. People have money to burn after COVID, whatever. And people just prefer going yeah. to the movies as well. So if you say, it's here if you want it, and people are potentially more likely to take a chance on it if it's out the cinemas and they're just looking for something yeah. to do. So it gives them, you know, you can say, it's out for a month and then it's going to be on Netflix. So, you know, you can either wait or not. Give them the option, give them all the details, and then let people mm. make their own decision. Well, I think when you get to this period of time, I guess uh, compared to Australia, like we're on school holidays next week, so from the 14th, whereas sort of the States and UK are more like the 21st or 20th, like yeah. they're a week later. But obviously Avatar's coming out very soon or it's out. Um, I fi- no, but when like when, when's Avatar's release date, Jack? Oh, yeah, yeah. 15th yeah, of December yeah, or something? Yeah. Um, but from that respect, it's like if you're going to the cinemas, you might be like, well, I don't want to see Avatar. Oh, there's a Daniel Craig, this movie on. Oh, I'm going to go see this. Because it's a time when people go to the cinema. It's school yeah. holidays time. It's like, I think this is a very, despite maybe a little bit near to the end, I think even up, it, like this, you could send, you could take your 15 year old to this. 14, like yeah, I think there's elements, yeah, fair, yeah. Mm. it's a couple of times, but you don't see any of that not in those movies anyway, that mm. most of these kids are watching these days. So, And it's a very good murder mystery. So I, I, I'm, a little annoyed. Again, maybe like we said, Netflix might come out and say this was the best movie they've ever had on it. It mm. justified everything. And you know what? I reckon we'll see this press release at some point. This has justified us purchasing this franchise. Yeah. It's now a, a tent pole of the Netflix brand. And mm. we're so happy to have Daniel Craig and, and all and Ryan Johnson affiliated with our brand. And this is the best thing ever. I can just picture everyone putting this on Netflix though on like the 23rd, 24th, 25th of December over Christmas break. Well, then they've done the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can just see that. So Every, all the fans of the first one, even if you haven't watched the first one, yeah. that will be a rewatch on Netflix too. You know, they've got a the franchise now. So, but, yeah. Uh, I think it just depends on how we want to quantify what's the success. Is mm, the success yeah, making yeah. $250 million and then everyone doing that again anyway over Christmas? Yeah. And everyone watching it? Mm. Or is it just all the talk now? Like this comes out in whatever, how many days, 10 days or whatever from when we like release this to – at, mm. like, you've got to go that 23rd, you've got to watch it. Or is this, mm. they're going to push this down your throat on Christmas Eve. Like, mm. is this what they want you to watch? And, and we might get that press release. But um, I, I think anyway, I would be interested to see how they do, let's say, I'm guessing it's going to be 2024 December, release the next one, mm. um, how they do it. Whether they do the same thing as this, and I guess that's what we'll find out probably in January when, yeah. they, when they do a press yeah. release. They'll let us know if it... Yeah. If we don't hear anything, that's bad news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we'll, we'll have to hear something because they're going to be yeah. Yeah. slamming many, it down. Have they said how many they're going to do? Three or three, four? Three. Well, I think at least Netflix three. is for three and three. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I think he said he's – I think Daniel Craig said he's happy to continue to play this into the future. It's a pretty low-stakes role for him. There's not much action. Yeah. In a way, there's not much physical stuff that he has to do. He mm. puts on a bit of an accent and Ryan Johnson just has to do some intricate stuff. Story play and Which he does we're pretty off well. pretty well. Oh, so uh, straight up in the movie, uh, describe the movie to us, Jack. Uh, describe the storyline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, well, what's the movie essentially about? Um, it's uh, in your words. How would you pronounce it? Daniel Craig's character Benoit Blanc. Benoit, Benoit Blanc. Blanc. Yes, uh, he's invited 
through a mysterious invitation to go to an island run by our favourite Edward need, Norton. We don't need spoilers yet. Um, no, just not, what's not, what's but he's invited, he's invited yeah. to an island. He's not sure, you know, why or how. And uh, it's more or less so he can investigate a mystery or fake mystery. We're not sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's that too general, too broad. That was probably the most spoilery yeah, thing you, you could say. Ignore him. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Okay. A little bit. No, no well, 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 actually, not really, I guess. Uh, well, essentially, it's just people have come together for an island away to yeah. uh, play a murder mystery game. Yeah. It's uh, an old school like murder mystery film, much like the first one. It's sort of a whodunit. Yeah. Um, I would say not as like the first one was sort of deconstructing the whodunit because it yeah. kind of reversed. Like it, the first one was cool because it told you who did it but it didn't tell you how. Yeah. So that was mm. kind of, it was working backwards a little bit, whereas this one sort of is a bit more straightforward. It's like, here's the mystery. Yeah. Go from there. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. There And there is a bit like a bit of a twist midway through, but it's nothing as probably crazy as the first one or no. sort of, well, the first one, which I still like the test. Yeah. yeah. Well, when the first one happened, you were like, oh, shit, what do we got for the next two hours? What are we yeah, doing yeah, here for true. the next yeah, two yeah. hours? I was like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Whereas this one here, I was kind of waiting for that sort of twist. Mm. But uh, as we'll, we'll talk about it in spoilers. For but me, the twist was bigger than the reveal. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I called the reveal pretty good. So, pretty, yeah, yeah, same, yeah. Top same. of this one. Um, but the journey to actually finding the reveal is still very fun. Yes. Um, Ryan Johnson, who. Pretty happy to say hasn't yeah. really missed with these films. I know yeah. Last Jedi is obviously a debatable <laughs> topic, but I yeah. enjoyed it for the most part. He crafts like pretty good films, and he just builds up really. I mean, all the characters are kind of stereotypes in a way, and especially in this one, they're kind of you know this is set during the middle of 2020, like they have full COVID stuff, and yeah. even if it's just a reference, and then they wave it off for the yeah, rest of the film. Yeah, it's interesting how they leaned in. On yeah, that yeah. At the beginning, but anyway, um, yeah. but you know they they're kind of modern stereotypes, which mm. I enjoyed. Well, Very when, well, when you go through all the characters, let's just go through the characters a little bit quickly there. We'll, we'll talk about Benoit Blanc a little later. You've yep. got Edward Norton, who's your, your billionaire, trillionaire player. Ridiculously out-of-touch tech billionaire. Yeah, yeah. and isn't really the, the, the sharpest tool in the shed, but portrays a... No, well, I think mm. you can sort of tell from a lot of the stuff that he does even at the start. Yeah. Um, then you've got uh, Janelle Monet as Cassandra, um, a ex-business partner. So this is the Andrew Garfield of the... Essentially, yeah. Uh, Catherine Hahn, who is having another little resurgence. I love Catherine Hahn. Yeah, she's she's very good. Um, uh, As a governor of Connecticut, so high-powered person running for Senate. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr. as Lionel, who's the head scientist for Miles' company. Uh, Kate Hudson, who is a former supermodel uh, turned fashion designer as Bertie. So she's plague celebrity, basically. Uh, I still think the best part, or one of the best parts, is the start and that first when it's COVID time and she's having a massive party. Oh, yeah. And they just do, oh, nothing's happening. And then when she's wearing a mask, as they all meet up. And it's, oh, it's, it's like it's, a mesh mask. It's a mesh mask, yeah. so nothing really happens there. Uh, Dave Batista is a Twitch streamer uh, as Duke and a men's rights advocate. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. And his girlfriend. Uh, Whiskey. Whiskey, Duke's girlfriend and a Twitch channel assistant. Uh, then you got Jessica Henwick, who I think is always good in everything that she does, uh, as Birdie's assistant. Um, and then you got... Uh, I also think, can I just say straight up, my favourite thing, and I don't know if you guys picked this up straight, very early, uh, the guy who played the trooper in the first movie, uh, like the oh, guy that's who's right, yeah, yeah. the, the slacker, Darryl? yeah, he's, he's in all, this cameo he's in all of Ryan Johnson's movies, right, yeah. so he just puts him in. Yeah. Straight away I saw it, I was like, is that, I knew he looked, I thought it was Duncan Jones, the director for some reason, like the, the guy who did oh, Warcraft, yeah. and I was like, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. No, nah, I thought that was funny. Um, and then you've got a couple of other random sort of characters around. There's some really good cameos, and we'll go through that later. Uh, but essentially, yeah, they've all met on an island together, and 
We're going yeah. through a murder mystery game, essentially. Yeah, they're all friends. They all have these links to Miles, who's yeah. a billionaire. And the way, they, you know, the first half of the movie is sort of spent fleshing out the characters' relationships with each other, which is really, mm. you know, the setup's really well done, so mm. you, you can understand... You know, it's establishing basically the basis of this investigation. You're, you're, un, you're, they're establishing the motivations for each character in this mm. mystery, and so then you're already starting. To, your brain's starting to tick over. It's like, well, did you do this? Is yeah. this capable of this? How are you going to do this? But I think because of that beginning part, like I went with the family, and they were nearly, they were pretty bored in that initial half because while it was giving everyone's motives and their backstory, it also lacked a bit of direction in saying that. And I felt like, unlike with the first one. Even for me, just only a tad, it was a little bit of a, not a slog, but it did take a little bit to get started. Is that because of your, because I liked the aspect of they were showing us, not telling us about all these characters too. Like they yep. put us, well, mm. I can see how it would have taken, because it took a while to get started. It's a long movie. Started. It's what, yeah. 12, yeah, Before the title minutes? even rolls, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a decent intro sequence mm. where it's, Essentially, and, one big conversation. Yeah, and they're showing us all of their characters individually. What I kind of liked, instead of them all just getting on an island to be like, "Oh, and here's, here's the tech, here's the tech billionaire, here's the guy who does all his work, like his Miles, who's yeah. this guy, here's the or his one dumb comment from this character because mm. she's supposed to be playing a dumb character." Yeah. I didn't yeah. mind that, but it did take a bit of a slog that first part, and I guess that was their way. Once of again, showing- the slogs are poor work because it was still very enjoyable, but it just did take that little bit of my patience out. Of that initial it part, I was kind of really waiting to yeah. for it to move on, or for the murder, or whatever to happen. You know, yeah. But like. is, is, and this is what I like to take from a lot of this stuff. And like I say, I'm asking you on the other side of it: is it because you heard there was a murder mystery, and you're expecting uh, from? And this is not spoilers at all. I'm just saying, from what your expectations from trailers were, did you expect something because of the first one to happen early, and then we were going to replay it? And you like, we're going to go back. If that kind of makes sense. I never saw it coming at a certain point. I just felt like there was so much build up. Yeah, well, yeah. Kind of saying, you, you know, yeah. You, all I'm asking is, were you expecting something more happen to happen early and then we're going to replay a little bit Potentially, of at least the murder to happen earlier than some of those scenes to come okay, after. That's, at least yeah, that's, to yeah. kind of pick it up a little bit more, you know, rather than go on yeah. for a roughly, probably it was maybe 40 minutes before. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's an accurate timeline, yeah. time frame, but it was a while. Yeah. It's, well, and we can, it didn't feel very long. It's two hours, 15 minutes or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 35 or something. Yeah. yeah. I... I um, I thought it was paced pretty well. That's my opinion. Yeah, but I, I thought it was paced really, really well. And I like, because for me, I like the way that it built up to those things and gave us a reason for all these characters because I could sit on the other side if they cut the first 20 minutes and made it quicker. We would say well, we didn't get enough with these characters to make it. And I like when, because not enough movies today have the moments of just character interaction where they're talking, what I actually kind of enjoy, where some, everything's so fast and quick and nippy and pacey. It's like, no, it's... Let's sit down with these characters and see why. We're here for a weekend. Yep. I'm using air mm. quotes. Let's see what actually happens for these characters. Because then it start, I find these ones interesting because you start, and I don't know what your opinion is, Con. You start to think, okay, why is that there? What's this guy doing? And I'm sort of trying to detect mm. before the thing actually happens. Like you're waiting coming, for little sly hands. and Coming off from the first one as well, yeah. there's all these subtle little visual clues and things where they'd go back and when characters are retelling what they saw on the night, there'd be slight differences yeah. in the scene based on yeah. what they saw and things like that. So you try, you, you're instinctively looking yeah. around the frame and everything's kind of deliberate too, so you're kind of talking yourself mm. into finding yeah. clues almost. Like there's a big... Oh, never mind. I no, spoil it. I just think if we go from because I think a lot of it has to be spoiled anyway to to talk about it, a fair bit of it anyway. But before we get to that, what 
a ranking system? What are you very happy with it? You are happy for a third one, Jack? I'm very happy for a third one, but I still think a lot of the reviews I've seen, you know, it's like, oh, it's good as the first, it might be better. I still think, in my humble opinion, the first is ever so slightly better than the sequel, but it's still a very good sequel none, nonetheless. Can we stop comparing things, please? <laughs> but it's a hard I mean, thing, it's a tough thing comparing yeah. it to what's come before slash what you want it to be. The, I don't know what you want it to be is the thing that kills me now with all these things. So. Yeah, especially with like Marvel films. And yeah. stuff. It's like, you know, everyone has an idea of what they yeah. want a Marvel mm-hmm. film to be. Uh, but I found this, uh, yeah, I'd say it was a very yeah. good sequel. Again, not the heights of the first, which, yeah. you know, we're not comparing. But I think if you like mm-hmm. the first, you will like this one. Yeah. I think the, the, the mid sort of tier like the sort of the third act twist or whatever i'm sort of a bit umming and on and we'll talk yeah. about that a little bit in a second but it's still very worth well yeah. worth your time and i've been recommending this to everyone i've been talking mm. to so yeah yeah i'll watch it again on the 23rd once it comes out yep that'll probably be what we're watching that night. Like, please. yeah it's, it's i think it's a format that works really well you know if he can keep coming if ryan johnson or whoever can yeah. keep coming up with really interesting setups and new ways to sort of twist your expectations yeah, yeah. Done very well. Give it to me. I think that's a big thing. Uh, spoilers. Uh, let's just sort of talk a bit more through the story anyway. So uh, they all get this box, uh, essentially, at the start. So we're going to spoilers? Just, full spoilers. That's, that's what I just said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. yeah. Say it loud enough yeah. just in case. No, no, no but full spoilers now is yeah. um, it's they, they all get a box from, uh, let me just get all the names right, correct. Sorry, Miles Bron sends them all the box. They all have to go to this island. Um, and then Daniel Craig's uh, Benoit Blanc rocks up and we're, they're all sort of questioning why they're there, but they all know who he is because he's this fat, like, I think we forget, he's, he's, Batman, he's essentially, he's out there in the world. Everyone knows who he is. Um, I still think some of my funnier moments were, uh, I, I, I always struggle with these movies where they are in the whole sort of three acts where some of the scenes are sometimes like the flashbacks. You're like, yeah. did that happen at the start or was that actually like two thirds in? Mm. Um, but Benoit Blanc's going through some problems because there's no cases. It's COVID. COVID. Mm. Uh, He's playing uh, what, Among Us in the Bath with, with, uh, yeah, with a bunch some of- like murder she wrote celebrity or yeah, whatever before she passed funny. away. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's that's the first thing I noticed. Correct, is yeah. The big thing, obviously this has got a lot more money behind it this time. Yeah. It's got the Netflix money behind it. It, it doesn't really go... It doesn't change the story a whole lot, which no. I really appreciated. But it just—it's mm. all for set dressing. Like yeah. the amount of cameos in this film, and even just the setting. Obviously, it's yeah. this big, elaborate mansion. Yeah. That's where the money's gone. You can tell that pretty quickly. Yeah. But I'm glad that it didn't, you know, necessarily mean the story had to be bigger and more bombastic for the most part up yeah. until probably the end. Anyway. So, so we did a bit of research, uh, Mary and Holden, into it. So apparently, they did film on an island because it was COVID. So to yeah. remove everyone from it, they had everyone on, on that island. Essentially, obviously, the glass onion is CG, but the no rest way. of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the rest of it is a physical resort yep. that they took over for the, uh, for the set. What I think is probably a smart way of doing it too, keep yeah. everyone on an island together. Um, but the amount of cameos that they had in it. So we'll, we'll just sort of uh, go through. I think it was funny because Ethan Hawke was actually uh, sort of credited in a lot of things. I was like, here we go, he's going to be in it. He's a brief assistant. Yeah, uh, I um, that pretty quickly. He doesn't yeah. take his sunglasses off at all. Like, no, they don't make it like a big... Look, there's Ethan. Yeah. It's just no, he's just there. And I, I like the way that they sort of did the COVID thing where everyone getting this jab. It's like, well, the super rich can get away and they have other ways of getting around this that yep. they're now all cured or whatever from it. Uh, and then I thought it was funny, Hugh Grant's uh, cameo also was Philip, so Benoit yep. Blanc's uh, partner. Yeah, that was his partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know it was, yeah, I just thought it was uh, no, a well, good they, way to put nice. the character. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, was... they sort of say it doesn't happen in the first one, but there's a lot of things that give it away that, he is gay in the first one. Okay. Uh, well, he's, something else to he sing, he's singing to a lot of songs in a car that I, I was listening to another podcast. They're like, people are complaining about it because it's not his character in the first. And they're like, well, it's pretty clear there's a lot of things in the first that show 
if you notice, there's certain little things that it's also just one of those things where doesn't really matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. It's love. It's, actually, it doesn't yeah. necessarily inform the character at no. all. It's like mm. it's not part of his no arc, if that makes sense. Like it doesn't matter who. No, he like, is. Yeah. Who is yeah. No, I like that. We all gasped when we saw Hugh Grant. What so was the, yeah, that was more of a. It's just fun to see yeah, Hugh Grant. Like, yeah. What the what the, 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 the most random one for me, which I was like, that's where the money's gone, is the Serena Williams cameo. It's like yeah. two thirds of the yeah. way, and she's just there, and it's like. Like, I get it. It's, like, funny because it's proving how ultra-rich Miles is or whatever. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, okay, we didn't – that doesn't really add anything. It's just there no. for the novelty of it. Fine. Yeah. Cool. Um, no, so there, there's uh, Angela Lansbury before yeah, sorry, she Angela. passed away. Uh, Stephen Soderheim uh, in his final – did he pass away too? Really? I <laughs> 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 must have filmed this, yeah, what, the last year and a half ago. Shit. Yeah, sorry, I didn't know that one. Um, and then I think my favourite was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was also oh, – yeah. in because he was – because they're all kind of detective themes. So what was he in? He was in... Uh, he, he's in um, Airplane and stuff. That's right. But he's also yeah. apparently a massive fan of murder mystery oh, stuff. Right. So that's why they got him in. So he that's was, so I funny. think, a massive fan of Angela Lansbury. Obviously, Murder, She Wrote, yeah. the, the best stuff. But he's also a massive fan of that style of uh-huh. film and stuff. That's so, funny. so like that's how he got in there. Um, I also love the Jared Leto, Jeremy Renner. Likenesses on there, bottles of kombucha and hot sauce. All these little yeah. references, all these little name drops, just to push um, this ultra rich thing. The, yeah. Before we actually, before we actually go into spoilers, but do you know who Miles's clock's voice was? You know how it goes bong. On oh, the oh it, was, it was someone's actual voice. Who Joseph was? Gordon-Levitt. Really? That's oh. so <laughs> random. <laughs> it's like brute. Really. Yeah. So um, that that was on the hourly dog. But no, so we go through the movie. So they get onto the island. Um, we get a bit of. And this is probably where it did slow down for some people. We get the scenes by the pool. We get the scenes of them having a couple of drinks before they go to dinner. And it's a bit slow, but we're getting the characters sort of building up and connecting. But essentially, they're all still friends because they come together once a year. But the one character who's out of it now is Cassandra, uh, Miles' ex-business partner, uh, who is like on the outside. Everyone's like, why did you come? What are you doing here? She's the, yeah... Because that Andrew massive Garfield fight. in the social network. Yeah, correct. She's been chopped out of the company mm. through some dodgy deals. Yeah, and everyone's like, why are you here? But they're there and it's... It yeah, sets her up as the bad guy or the potential, the one with the most reason to kill someone, basically. Although they all kind of have they were a reason. Yeah. And, and I think the first big twist comes when we get Miles Bronn saying to Benoit Blanc, going, why are you here? I didn't actually bring you here. Yeah, that was great. And that's when you're sort of like, oh, okay, this isn't... It, but then this guy's loving the fact that he's here. He's like, "Oh, cool! A weekend with you? Sure, we are doing a murder mystery uh, because it's, love for you to play along." And I think the biggest thing for me out of this was I always knew it was. I just thought he like in the end, Edward Norton was going to kill himself because he's a billionaire and they had to sort it out. Yeah, I actually thought he was going to be a proper murder. Right. In his respect, if he was going to kill himself at the start, they're going to have to work this out. Whereas I kind of thought it was a little bit of a twist that. It was like they're just going to do this as a game. Mm. And I still think it's hilarious that Benoit Blanc... So they get to a dinner, essentially. He's giving yeah. them all their There's favorite a big drinks. Setup for this murder mystery, basically. Big, yeah, that he knows all of them and all these sort of things. But you're like, okay, this guy is pretty smart. And then uh, Daniel Craig solves, Blanc, it solves it in 15 seconds. <laughs> no, no, Which is no. very funny. Yeah. And you start to see him get a bit angry. And, and, and at this point in the movie, were you guys a little bit like, okay, this is interesting. Like, what's going on here? Wonder, uh, yeah, this is where I'm like, oh, okay, he's actually going to get murdered for real. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all a game. And then yeah. something goes wrong and he actually gets murdered, which I think a lot of people would have seen as well. And uh, to its credit, it doesn't do that. No. It swerves again. Mm. And, and that's right. Because in the end, you're getting to the points where Benoit Blanc's putting a lot of these things in his head too. Like, you're, everyone here wants to kill you for some reason. Yeah. They all love you, but they've got things on you and you've got things on top of them. Mm. And now. 
that's where I think the the twists and turns start to come because then they're at drinks at this point. Yeah, this drunk or yeah, drunk. And, um, and then did you guys see the first? Did you see it happening? Oh, with the glass. Yeah, yeah, I saw, yeah, that, I saw I it straight like, away. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah hundred percent. I know oh. dairy. I was like, glasses swapped. Yeah, there we go. That's the, that's the original. Yeah, Come in. like you got to pay attention. And I was like, yeah. there it is. Um, and then we so we get the first murder, and this is where I thought it was interesting because David Batista's uh, Duke dies. Yep. Uh, and is poisoned, I guess is the way we can say it here. Um, and what everyone thinks is supposed to kill Miles Braun. And then we get this whole elaborate plan that sort of elaborate plan. Who's who's the one who's killed it? Mm. And that's and that's where we're at. Um, at the point, though, when does it change to the flashback? That's after we get after she gets Cassandra gets shot. shot. So yeah. we, we play, uh, what would you say, Jack, about 15 minutes of them sort of working out who might have done it. Um, and they're running him. away. And this is when the lights go out. And then it gets all spooky and murdery. And, and then the prime suspect basically then also gets seemingly shot. killed. And, and, then, yes. and then talk us through, Connor, what happens. And then, you know, do we like this? Yeah. surprisingly emotional. We're like, yeah. oh, he's just met this person. Then bang, yeah. flashback. And we spend sort of the rest of the movie, for the most part, in this flashback where it turns yeah. out that wasn't the real Cassandra. It was her twin sister. Yeah. The real one died. Uh, previously under suspicious circumstances, but no one knows yet. So then, that's out the murder they're trying Mara to work out. Been in, ca- in cahoots to come yeah. and investigate the death to figure out why exactly her sister died. Yada yada yada. Um, and turns out she's not really dead. Yeah. Anyway, what did you guys think of this? Because it's a big. It's kind of a not a big swing, but they to spend a majority of the second half of this movie in a flashback. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it worked? Um. Yes and no. I liked. I like the fact that every time someone was off screen in that initial half, we almost flash back to, you know, learn a new part of the mystery, yeah. um, which got me thinking, you know, if I was to rewatch yeah. it, you know, I would start suddenly notice everyone kind of going off screen and having their own bits and, yeah. you know, yeah. cameos and their own parts, which was nice. Uh, I think it worked for the film. I think there had to be some kind of big twist at some stage. And like I said, it was bigger than the reveal. And I thought for me, this was the, the most shocking moment, learning all this information mm. and connecting the pieces. So I liked it. Uh, you know, it would be interesting to see how they're going to mix it up for another one, but I like the flashback. Yeah. I think it's, it played off better that a, oh, pardon me, sorry. Um, uh, like everyone was, just, uh, it was all a dream style thing, you know, cause it's, <laughs> it sort of hits that. What can we do? Oh, she's a twin. Yep. Classic. And, and, but I think these movies have to have something like this, to give it some depth and that it's not just all, – all murder mysteries have a – there's twist after twist after twist. It's no one's holding the ball the whole time. It's moving between everyone yep. in, in a way. And I really enjoyed it because I think that's the best time you get in this film is with Daniel Craig and her working out. And she plays that really, really well, uh, Janelle Monáe. Of two, the two characters plays them really well as she's trying to act like this other person – in the end, there she's acting, and I think it pays off a lot of the scenes earlier in the movie where you see Daniel Craig's Benoit Blanc is actually acting also, and he's not an actor. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. like, and there was I was reading a, um, an article and then another podcast brought up too saying a lot of it was very poorly acted in air quotes by Daniel Craig, <laughs> but it's because he's acting, acting poorly because yeah. he's someone else. He's not actually an actor. Yeah, and when you start to, and that's where I think on the second viewing this will be enriched I believe a fair mm. bit because you'll get moments and you're like oh like you said Jack they're off with different characters and you sort of see them in the side of the screen and then they're redoing that scene and you're a part of that and the reasons why and mm. there's everyone's twists and turns and they all have stuff on Miles Braun and the fact that in the end he is a bit of an idiot I love that <laughs> he's, he's got it's, no it's very obvious as well yeah 
but it does sort of build in this second mystery, which I think works well for the yeah. most part. I'm not sure how I feel about the whole, f- like it being a flashback the entire time. Cause yeah. it sort of just, it does take you out of the, you know, it takes its time to build yeah. back up to the mystery, yeah. which, you know, it does, it does get, once it gets back and moving again, yeah. it's pretty good. Um, and uh, yeah, like you say, I love the, fact of because you know there's set up at the start of the film where one character goes, oh cassandra's acting a little yeah. strange and then you go back and see like, oh no she was actually drunk and yeah that, that's why she was acting strange and yeah. this little it informs the first half of the movie which i think is really yeah. really well done um but yeah the twist is like it's a classic cheesy twist yeah. it's not super like it's nothing as massive as probably the first one which again didn't have any like super game-changing oh, no. twist but it was just a bit more you know, not as simple as oh, I was a twin sister. But I, th- I think the beauty of these murder mysteries is it's the similar tones and similar storytelling tropes that they use. It is just seeing moments, like you were saying, Jack, from different angles. Yeah. What fleshes out the story and the reasons behind. And I think that's what they're going to probably have to continue doing on the next ones. It's just going to be how you get to see those different sides of the sort yeah. of story. And I think that's what the beauty of most of these murder mystery ones are, are about anyway, is finding we're all trying to deduce it also and put together in our head like she sort of says the they've got the on the notepad like the I don't know what it exactly oh, is the the napkin with the, yeah, the uh, napkin on it yeah oh no sorry I mean like is in the motive and the destiny oh the, right yeah the opportunity and the yeah. motive like, it's like they've all got a motive and all got an opportunity as we work through that is like oh, okay well we are playing clue here mm. so oh all of them are literally mm. it and then in your head you're like okay which one is it going to be and I yeah. think that's where it was sort of disappointing as you knew at some point it was probably going to be as the spoilers go Miles Bron character the one who shoots her. Yep. What was kind of the only annoying thing is like, as this goes through, well, it's too obvious it's not going to be one of these four people. Mm. Yeah. But I guess that's yeah. the beauty of it is we work it all out together that this is do they it. S- I can't, yeah. Remember if I'm wrong, do they, because obviously uh, Duke dies. Yeah. Did they say that was an accident? Or I think they worked it out. No, I think they. it was intentional from... Uh, Miles Brom because he put the pineapple juice That's right. in yeah, I couldn't his remember glass. if that part was an accident or not. I know it's just like... Because the whole point is that Miles is stupid for yeah, a tech yeah, genius. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't remember if that was potentially an accident or not. Anyway. No, I think he... Because he deliberately... Sw- like, in the end, I thought it was... Uh, sorry, Duke had switched them accidentally. Yeah. Whereas yeah, Miles yeah. deliberately put it there for him to take and, mm. and have... Well, I think it's just... Some of those moments were hilarious. It does that clever working. thing with that glass switching yeah. where it... It happens and you kind of think, oh, I saw that. And yeah. then when it replays it and shows him giving him the drink, yeah. you kind of almost talk yourself out of seeing it. You're yeah. Like, oh, I thought I... Anyway. Well, the fact that you saw, I clearly wasn't paying yeah. enough attention. Yeah. You guys, they're cool. your own See, the problem detectives. is in this movie, I am trying to pay so much attention. Oh, yeah, you're trying to solve it the entire I'm time. watching. And that's where I think this might do all right actually on Netflix because I wouldn't be on my phone for this. No. Whereas for what's the other one, The Grey Man, I'm on my phone. I don't really care. It's a movie mm. you can watch with a bunch of people and they're all yeah. trying to like piece it together at yeah. the same time. Mm. Um, but from from a story arc and, and from the spoilers and, and everything, uh, in the end, yeah, we get a really over-the-top fire sequence. Also, sorry, the Mona Lisa stuff we didn't speak about. That was a big fake out. That I was thought that, some, that had something to do with it. Yeah. Like, but really, that was just kind of a flex, I think, for, to prove how – it had, was more of a set piece to prove how yeah. ridiculously rich this yeah. is and yeah. everything and how ridiculous the wealthy can be. Nothing but more, I was thinking less. the whole – because they kept coming back to it as this, like – visual motif and the yeah. sound of the shutters going up. I was like, something's up with that. Yeah. I thought the napkin was going to be in there. Yeah. That was my thought. Okay. And then, but then that's like, that's where a rich person would, like a smart person would put it in the most heavily guarded spot yes. where he's actually just got it in his desk. Yeah. Like that's mm. how dumb he is. And it really like, just ended up being sort of a payoff as an earlier line yeah. of this, you know, his ambition was to be mentioned in the same sentence as the Mona Lisa yeah. he was in the end, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. 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 No, but I like, I thought that was really good. I feel like you're just disappointed at the moment. No, no, I'm not. (laughs) Just disappointed with life. 
no, 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 jokes, jokes. Uh, no, no, I did like it. Don't get yeah. me wrong. If you know, I know you don't like me giving scores, but it's still a good uh, seven point eight out of ten. Mm. That's so precise. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think from the ending of it, I'm interested to see where the story takes us again because I yep. like the aspect that we probably won't see any of these characters also. Besides Benoit, that's the thing that I want. Mm. I'm happy that there was no random character from the first one also snuck their way in and yeah. found their way in. No, it's it's like, very no. Agatha Christie, very much its own thing apart yeah. from the detective. It's, like yeah. one of those, it's the kind of movie where you can leave it open-ended, like you don't yeah. have to do the wrap of, of, yeah. of it all. It's done enough set up with the characters that you know yeah. where it's going. Like Similar with the first mm. one, like they didn't explain whether she took the house or whatever. Yeah. They just, with Anna Darmus' character, yeah. they just... Did the slow pan out yeah. as they're all looking down? And you're like, mm. you know, you can see both ways. I think it kind of works well with this. Like, you get enough of the character saying, "We're going to turn against Miles." Yeah. Cool, that's all yeah. we needed. Yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't need the uh, like the emotional moments. And this character now did this. Yeah, and this the character's two years later. Yeah, so no, no, that, we got, we got what we needed. Yeah, out of this. and and that's what I was. I think for original productions, now there's not enough of uh, original movies characters that we're getting back where we're not just. They're not taking the piss if that's kind of me. like you know mm-hmm. they actually like they try and that's why I really like this is I'm happy for them to continue doing these movies yeah. and give us more and if it's Netflix every year now and that's what they want to do or do every reckon, two years yeah. do you reckon they'll ever have one with Benoit because like he's all things considered he's more of like he's a character but he's not like involved like yeah. he's, he's more involved in this one than he is in the first one obviously yeah. and, and you know he's a quirky personality and stuff and we were rooting for him. Do you think he ever becomes like the actual core of the mystery? Because he makes a point of this being like, I'm separate. Yeah. I'm just here to solve it. Mm. Like, I can't do anything else. Does he get involved somehow? In the oh, if they one? keep going, I'm sure that's inevitable no, right, uh, conclusion yeah, to make. Yeah. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at some point, something will have to be. Mm. It'll be like a bond at some point. Yeah. It's Spectre. All of them have been together. But I, I would, I, I kind of think, I like the idea of this. And why I'm always annoyed that they never did another jump straight. Because I feel like this is like in a Jump Street vein of the fact mm. that we just get a mystery. We just get a mm. crime yeah. that we have to solve. And I'd kind of like to know in another one, like we see moments of him solving other mysteries where that's like a big cameo sequence where we get other famous actors that he's like in handcuffs or walking away. Yeah. But I also like the fact that they kept pushing down the throat. Like he only puts together the evidence to give to the police. Like he doesn't, he's a detective, he's a detective yeah. and then leaves it for them to well, do the rest. He says in the movie, I'm not Batman. Yeah. Which is, which is a good point to make. Yeah. And, and I think that was really good for even to the characters and fleshing it down our throats. Like, no, he's not the cops. He's put it all together. And I like mm. the moment we thought she lost. Yeah. And he's, and he steps away. Basically yeah. He's like, I can't do anything more. Like, he's not, in, I mean, he yeah. obviously gives it, he gives us yeah. the, the, the final the key, bullet. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, I'm done. Like yeah. I, um, I can't literally can't do anything else. So yeah. I'm stepping out. I like yeah. that it doesn't go yeah. against that ethos, which is good. Keep the character consistent. Yeah, because I was scared for a moment there. He's going to try and do something. I was like, no, let the ca- other characters do that. His sort of uh, status quo stays the, the same in a way yeah. of what he does. So I think mm. all in all, um, I thought it was really really good. Same yeah. thing, you Jack. Good. I can see how it's a ninety-three on Rotten Tomatoes mm. at this stage. Yeah. Well, ninety-three. Well, yeah, I know at this stage, but yeah. I think most of the critics would have seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think yeah, most people, again, audience. 93% is 93 people thought it was positive out yeah. of 100. So I think yeah. most people would say this is a 5 out of yeah, 10. Well, yeah, like I said, anyone, anyone that thinks this is well, no, so, bad. You know. Rotten Tomatoes is done on positive or negative. Oh, right, okay. So yeah, as in, yeah, yeah. It, all, you ne- all you need to get is a 5 out of 10 to be considered a pass on Rotten Tomatoes. So I'd yeah. say 95, 93% of people. watchable. Oh, yeah, it's very, it's very, it's, yeah. it's very. Oh no, very watchable. I thought yeah. this was one of the probably one of my favorite movies of the year. Anyway, so no, yeah. Anything else to say, boys? No, go watch it. Yeah, and watch the first one. I, yeah. I said that again, but just because it seems like no one's watched it. At least all the people I've talked yeah. to, so I go watch them both. Yeah, both great films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, 
I've quite liked it. Take my review score as a, a pinch of salt, and I think mm-hmm. everyone should just work it out for themselves. Seven point eight yeah. is pretty good. I'd take a seven point eight. Uh, seven eight point eight is still very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah the option yeah. between this and the Grey Man. Watch this. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is probably in Netflix. Is probably one of their best films. Then, <laughs> especially this year. Yeah. 100%. Well, she's in both. Actually, isn't she? Um, the yeah. actress. She's in uh, Jessica, Jessica Hamwick. She's in both. Oh, yeah. 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 And actually, Justin's good mates with her. Actually, through a movie he did. Back a couple couple months back. There's a friend, a mutual okay. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Podcast so, yeah. irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> no, fun fact. I appreciate. Yeah, fun fact. There you go. There Thank you go. You. Anyway, uh, that's episode ninety nine, boys. That's it. Episode one hundred. Jack, where we can so, where can we find you? Uh, Jack, uh, Jack underscore Mason twenty two on Insta and Jackie Boys twenty two on Twitter. Just budget. It's and, probably the other way know, around. But yeah. oh well. Con? At CWJY MCKNZE on Twitter and Instagram. Classic. And me at Willby Cuts. Um, we will see you guys next week for the ton. Yeah, for the ton. For the ton. Come up for the ton. Yeah, three we'll is in the making. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no hype or pressure on this yeah. at all. No, no, no.